It's Quark Stats, powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market, the daily fantasy app where if you're actually smart, you can make money just like us every single day. How about that for an idea? Download the app for free. They're going to match the first $100 for free if you use the code MMN. Mayo Media Net, we were up in the market making money again yesterday. I did not personally because I got smoked again by the weather. Really got to be careful with weather, of course, in baseball, and I should probably just take it as a lesson to just get away from it. Whipsawed completely two days in a row. I was worried about Cincinnati, and I got on Texas. This is not last night, the night before. The first game got played. My game got postponed, took a loss there. Yesterday, same thing. Worried about Cincinnati. I kind of backed off of that, right? Looking for offense with the rain. Not always a great idea. And I got on Cubs, all over the Cubs. They thought... I mean, there was a little bit of weather, and that one got postponed last minute. It was just terrible, whatever it was. I just got smoked on the weather. So everyone, just keep an eye. I reached out to the company. If they post a cloud, that's what I'm getting. If they put the little cloud emoji, then we're on the hook for it. If there is no weather warning and the game gets postponed, reach out to me or reach out to them. We're going to get you the refund. But, you know, I paid the cheap price. I took the risk, and I got burned. So welcome back, everybody. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the audio podcast. Like the channel here on YouTube, like the video. Oh, I forgot I asked too soon. I'll ask you again after I earn that animated thumbs up button. I know it's a lot of work to go and click that thing. I've been up since the crack. I don't want to bring you this. The fastest show in MLB. Absolutely anywhere. Having lots of fun. We're learning tons of stuff. Actually making some friends. I mean, this has been really great. It's really, really what, really what I had hoped, you know, to kind of build this community of super sharp people that can see the forest for the trees, right? We're looking beyond just daily, looking beyond just fantasy and beyond just betting to kind of come up with this amalgamation, running the full gamut to make profit because we'd love to do that. We'd love the game. We'd love the analysis. And, you know, it's always fun to kind of cash some tickets. Let's get into the three pillars of profit. If you're new, welcome aboard. We're seeing those kind of daily views tick up slowly but surely, and I'm loving every bit of it. Every day, we're going to bring you daily DFS stacks. Those are jock market plays. And maybe more importantly now, these total base props that have just been wildly profitable because of the pricing, right? They're all plus priced. So, meaning if you throw a pair in a game and you hit one, you profit. If you hit both, you have a nice hit. That's been a really nice pathway for us as of late. Done really well on those. Like, really well on those. So, we got a couple more of those. But again, all these players are jock market viable. Anybody we list is viable for DFS. Viable for jock market up to, let's call it, 6 bucks. But remember, you could put a $6 order in. If they go for 3 or 4 you get the difference back. So, don't worry about kind of overextending yourself. I actually like that comfort of knowing that I have the shares that I want. Because, of course, we've already done the work. And, again, last thing for jock market if prices are low it's inherent leverage right if there is demand the price goes up unlike FanDuel and DraftKings and those other sites which you know I've been preaching playing them still winner take all I was in a winner take all yesterday I don't know let's say $27 and 25 people or something like that $500 win of course I came in second place right so there I am trying to be super sharp and come up with new sustainable strategies although I do fully believe in that because if I was playing in a tournament where you got paid for second place there's only 25 people you really don't get anything I'd rather play smaller fields to give myself a better chance of winning right with less repeatability duplication in the lineups and again if we're sharp i was super sharp the thing that killed me was evaldi yesterday the velo was down and he left early it could have been a difference maker for me and i also had wilson Contreras. 
who got rained out. And if I had the right catcher, might have been the difference. So again, weather taking a big L on the big fat drive-through forehead. But such is life. Let's get into these stacks today and get some paper, baby. Remember, today's kind of a split sack. So Jock Market's running two slates. The first one is 12.35 for a 12.35 start, right? 12.35 IPO for the 12.35 start. Five games, I think that's up to like 3.45. And then the late slate. So in the first slate, we've got one stack, if you're into that kind of thing. It's the San Francisco Giants against Austin Gomber, 6.54 ERA, 1.5 whip, 89% in-zone contact rate with a 10% barrel rate, right? So everything in the zone is going to hit 10% barrel rate. Telling you exactly the kind of contact that you're getting. 370 expected BA on the fastball to righty. Seven extra base hits already year to date. So we'll be looking at Aaron Ruff with a 1,000 OPS and two homers last 20. Played appearances against lefties and Evan Longoria. He's back. 571 slug. Two ding-dongs against lefties last 30 played appearances. They're both going off at plus 125 for the total base prop. So that is a really delicious spot. We know Gomber gives them up in bunches. And for 125, if you get one out of two, you're good to go. And again, if you get them both, really nice pathway to profitability there. I really like the pricing on these props. And don't be surprised if by the end of the season, these plus 125, plus 130, so more like minus 105. And that would make the difference, right? Where hitting one out of two is not profitable, where making 25% is. So keep an eye on the pricing. Keep an eye on these things. Give me rough and longo Giants righties today, meaning we might also get in some Tyro Estrada, depending on the lineup. Got to keep an eye on the Giants. Next up in the late slate, it's the Baltimore Orioles against Chris Bubich for the Royals with cheese, 933 ERA, 203 whip, 1,000 OPS on a year. Just tons of bad math. Everything you hate to see from a pitcher, 15% walk rate, in-zone contact rate up above 90 with a 16% barrel rate equals what class? Drum roll is a two and a half home run per nine. No shock there. Three home runs to lefties and only 19 plate appearances, which is weird, right? That's a, that's a reverse split thing. So I want to remember when we're mentioning splits, it's not just all auto righty lefty lefty righty and sometimes it has to do with movement profiles of pitches with the new ball changing balls pitchers having expectations of movement and it not happening right so for a lefty probably he's trying to go away with it or trying to go in with it right work and edge it's not happening he's ending up in the middle so Bubich getting wrecked don't be afraid to go with lefties there and I think that's Ruggie Odor has been killing left-handed pitching you make a mistake to him he's going to yoke it so we're looking for Odor his base prop was not up there but it may as the day goes on if he's in the lineup keep an eye on that but Mount Castle and Mancini are both at plus money same thing applies as the rough and longo now I want to be careful here I'm not trying to tell you all to be throwing full units because something is a play we establish the amount of plays first because we have a predetermined daily risk and then work backwards so I don't want to ever be like oh man more plays means more risk more plays does not mean more risk more plays probably means less risk which is counterintuitive right more plays we're hoping will widen the probability which will probably land us more near even if anything and that's where i'm going with that so again just because we're have oh wow we're adding total base plays it does not mean that we're like going above that two percent of stack every day right so two percent of stack five plays 0.4 units two percent of stack 
four plays, 0.5 units. Do the math. Seven plays, 0.3 units, right? Do the math on your risk. And that's why even though I lose, like everyone else, I'm always in the game, unlike everybody else. So like, that's why, you know, other people get the knockout blow. I just get, <laughs> I just get, I just get bruised and sent to the hospital. But the beep, 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 that heart rate thing is always moving for me. Very hard to put the big dude to sleep because the risk management is so firmly in place. All right, last one we're looking for are the New York Yankees against Mr. Pokai. Four touchdowns. Dylan Bundy, butt, 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 big shaking butt. We're looking for the cheap Yankees here. Cheap Yankees up against Bundy. 5-6 ERA, 1-5 whip, single digit swing your strike rate, 87 in-zone contact rate with the 11% bow rate. Again, you know the things we're looking for. We Swing strike is the skill of the pitcher. So we're looking for guys that don't get that, guys that give up a lot of contact, a lot of hard contact because they miss, and we know the Yankees are known to take advantage of mistakes. Um, 825 OPS to righty. So that's what we'll be looking is we're looking for the back end of the Yankee lineup with right-handers. So give me Glaber Torres, Matt Carpenter, Aaron Hicks, Jose Trevino. That's our slate stack for the night. We'll be back filling into the Yankees, but again, the cheap Yankees. Let Listen, the fact of the matter is this. Right now, Aaron Judge or Giancarlo Stanton in jock market, if they're ever at 6 or below, 550 or below, they're pretty much auto-smash no matter what. I mean, it's just what it is. But the likely won't be. Aaron Judge is now in the upper, upper tier, 850. I don't pay that. Because even if he hits a home run, if there's a big offensive night, he's not going to be profitable. You really want to be profitable if you hit a home run. I mean, that should be one of the cases of daily play, like one of the kind of stalwarts, one of the mantras there. So keep that in mind. We like Yankees, and we like home runs, but we only like home runs when they're profitable. So where a Trevino home run could be wildly profitable, a Judge home run might not be. Give me the cheap Yankees today. All right, today, let's get into the fantasy side here. Thursday is addition day. We'll be going through the waivers. If you're new here, we're trying to kind of cater to everybody, be everybody to everything, you know, everything to everybody, I should say. So we're going to do a 10, 12, and 15 team ad up at every position. You see it there up on the screen. I Hopefully it looks pretty good as well. I'm trying to bring the graphics. You know, we're always trying to get better every single day here at Mayo Media Net. We really do appreciate you yeah, and all the feedback. It's been really great. You know, I really appreciate it. And this tool in particular on Thursdays, the Waiver Ad Show, has been awesome. But it's built on the back of the Tuesday and Wednesday segment where we do mining the advanced statistical leaderboard right we're going through some stats i have access to that you don't to look for outliers and stuff and sometimes you'll see these guys pop up on the list because again you need playing time right i mean that's the whole thing right sometimes battle rates and blast rates are going nuts because the guy has played a couple days but he's not playing enough to roster so without any further ado let's get into it Again, 10, 12, and 15 team leagues. I really have been speaking to some sharp people. I'm trying to bring names that are available in NFBC main event or qualifier leagues that are tough leagues I'm in. All right, behind the dish, let's start it up. Will Yum Contreras, I got it right for the first time ever on the show. William Contreras, the younger brother on the Braves, the catcher must be owned in all formats. Push him up into 10 teamers. Followed by Gabriel Moreno, who got the call for the Blue Jays with Danny Jansen on the IL. I think he's 12 team viable, right? If you've been streaming, that's the kind of guy you can get behind. Who knows? So he kept lightning in a bottle. And 15 team leagues, a guy that I'm pumping my fist. He was my deep 
sleeper in 15 team you know kind of draft and hold leagues it's cal raleigh for the mariners i thought he had a plus hit tool with no competition in front of him he kind of came up early looked pretty bad now he's starting to hit and i think he'll have all the opportunities in the world cal raleigh for the mariners probably cat viable any format in 15 team to catch it you know for sure all right first base now christian walker our guy another deep hit i'm really it's staggering to me how poorly i'm doing in these draft and all and i am doing very poorly in draft and hold leagues how many deep hits i have i haven't really ordered it yet it's a little early for that i'm a little busy but i see the standings and i know i'm doing terribly and man i have so many good players late maybe things will turn around it is still early i'm trying not to overreact christian walker one of the league leaders in home runs all the x stats are there looking good playing every day i think he's viable in all formats followed by jose miranda who had that you know same path as raleigh and someone else will mention again with bryson stott you gotta be careful with rookies they'll come up and not perform people discard them wholly not realizing that these are humans and a lot of times you kind of need that second attempt they'll go down to the triple a work on something they saw in the majors then come back ready to rock and roll. Miranda looks good right now. We start to earn a bit more playing time, hitting for power, multiple hits in multiple games. Get with Miranda before it's too late. And then next up, Bobby Dalback playing himself into viability. Now, this is less of a claim on Dalback's skill or what you'll get from him, more so as how bad the offensive landscape is. And I think that's why it's so important to jump on guys when you can. So if you have an opportunity to upgrade throughout the season as we highlight players, take it. Don't rest on your laurels or you'll have to ban a guy like Dalback. Although, all kidding aside we have seen him hit we know he can hit he's playing uh, more regularly now because i think he's even getting starts at third so you could get double eligibility and again no, i know people are laughing because it's been so bad but the discipline has been improved and if the power metrics tick up he can be viable over to second base brandon rogers was great for the rockies added in all formats bryson stott who i mentioned is now 12 team viable i think he's going to play his way into the 10 team viability as well i have him on every draft and all team as well let's get more awesome value on teams that are in like last place father howard castro he's the big hit for us we've been mentioning him for two weeks now he's played his way into viability something i mentioned last week on the show he looks excellent top of the lineup multiple positions playing for the tigers every single day and producing over the shortstop nico horner doing his thing for the cubbies you got to play him every day andres jimenez he's been doing the roller coaster thing but when he's good he's really good i think he's 12 team viable especially with all the injuries going on like tim anderson and the like also for shortstop sorry to duplicate but harold castro is the name to have there over to third base jose Moreno because the lack of depth at third Miranda is probably 10 team viable in those formats over to Alec Baum again post hype love post hype man great place to find talent and value that's been discarded at a cheap price is now a 12 team player in my opinion and then last up 15 teamers again I'm bringing names that you can add it's Jake Berger for the White Sox starting to play every day starting to make some solid contact we know when he's healthy he can swing the stick get with Berger before it's too late on the White Sox let's get into the outfield man gotta get with Chris Morrell if you haven't owned him he is every team viable right now that kid is electric looks great get with it while the getting is good on the Cubs Tyrone Taylor who we circled before it was cool another draft champion stalwart for me followed by Riley Green another draft champion stalwart for me who has not produced as of yet he is on the precipice of the call-up if your league has not been hip to that you definitely want to add riley green just to see what's going to go on before it's too late now let's get into the guys that are a little less known for your deeper formats it's garrett cooper playing every day for miami 
especially now with um, Jesus Sanchez down with the back. Cooper should be playing every single day. I think it was already. Alex Kirilov doing some work in the minors. He should get the call up soon for the Twins, certainly with the next injury, right? So if you want to be on top of that, that's more of a 12-team thing. Look at Kirilov. Now into the 15-team leagues we go. It's Cal Mitchell on Pittsburgh if he hasn't been added. Swinging the stick okay the last couple days, playing every day. Father Andrew McCutcheon starting to get it together for the Brewers. I didn't think he'd be available, but I saw he's available in more than one of my main event qualifiers. So just make sure you get with him because right now at bats and a pulse could be it all. And speaking of at bats and a pulse, that's exactly what you get maybe at the most from Albert Almora playing every day for Cincinnati. They've been mixing it up. Drury went down. So with him down, he was playing every day. There's a bit of a hole to be filled. They were trying to force Aquino in there, but he's not been good. And he's playing at the same time as Amora. Anyway, not like they're um, platooning. Aquino's really tough for me. He's really tough to get behind. If you see him lined up against multiple lefties, I guess you can go for it. Other than that, I'd leave him. I want to see it first. Amora just been doing enough to play himself into mention here on the show. Let's look at some pitchers, something I think I mentioned last week as well as on The Athletic, as well as with my dude Zach on Twitter. Oh boy, man. It is really tough right now. Pitching is really, really tough. There are no 10, 12, or 15 team lists. There are just lists. Get with everybody on this list in any league available. It's just unbelievably tough right now. Most people are stashing everybody. The injuries are starting to pile up, and you know that's what it is. So it's Shane Boz who will be making his debut, season debut, in the next coming days if he hasn't been added in 10 team leagues. Get with him now. Edward Cabrera on the hot ticket item is probably not available, but if he is, you want to get with him. We also mentioned him as a buy high candidate, followed by Jeffrey Springs. And Graham Ashcraft, if you want to learn in detail about them, why I like them so much. They were the focus of an article I did at The Athletic. All the graphs and stuff you could ask for. I think they're still doing that, like, dollar a month thing. Alex Fado for the Tigers is like a five-inning, one-run machine. And again, sometimes that's just enough. As the ball is moving, bad pitchers are starting to get lit up. Fado is not that. Mitch Keller back and had a good start. He's going to do it to us again. But if you need something, I think in tough I should say in good matchups, right, where the where it's tough for the offense at the time, I think Keller is viable. Remember, he's going to give you some skills from time to time. This is not like a roll him out there and he's going to stick, but it is a, you just might have to hold your nose and do it again. I had to start him in a deep league, and I got the good start. You know, it is what it is. Brian Bello for the Boston Red Sox has got to be a sooner than later ad. I know I'm waiting on him in my 12-team home league, there's one name I forgot, was Caleb Killian, big-time prospect. He com- came up, he got touched up, and got sent back down. I don't care about the result there. Hopefully, you know, we'll get that bounce. I generally you don't know, look to see that as much with pitching. Usually, pitchers either have it, roll with it, or don't. We'll see what happens if he builds up some momentum in AAA and comes back up. Next up is Jaron Duran on the Twins. At Art Warren on the Reds, relieving and finding saves is nearly impossible right now. Duran probably owned in most leagues. Warren may not be Santillan got crushed the other night. They haven't had an opportunity in a bit, so we don't know if they're going to go back to him. I'd imagine they will, but if he gets blown up again, it may be the Warren show, and if Warren gets two saves consecutively during a week, he'll be the hot ticket item, and the way saves go, in particular right now, you got to be first, or you're going to be last. You're going to have to pay through the nose for a pitcher you don't really want. So there's your ads at every position for every league. Let's dive up into the betting board before we get out of here. Got some first look plays. Model was screaming for a couple hits right here we've got Washington and Miami I got an 
over here, over eight. It is Steven Strasburg's debut. He was terrible last year as well. I think they said he looked pretty sharp right now, but I don't know. I usually jump on debuts. I normally jump on guys coming off the IL. And again, last year he just didn't look great. Will the velo be there? Will the walks be there? He had a 15% walk rate last year. All the indicators up above five. Miami's been hitting as well. Then the flip side, Trevor Rogers has been ultimately disappointing. 5-8 ERA, nearly 1-6 whip, a single-digit K minus walk, 25% CSW. The changeup that we loved has been trash. 7% blast rate. That's just off the page. Righties have an 850 OPS against them. Washington starting to swing the sticks at well. I think this one goes over and early. This one is probably going to move. Next up, it's the Baltimore full game money line. It was stuck right around even I saw a minus 105 but the book I had was minus 110 so that's what you'll see post and I saw a cheaper price after I saw the graphic is what I meant I know I know I always look and take the best price but once my graphic is up I'm, I'm you know it is what it is it's one of the problems we're trying to handicap for people you really want to be as efficient as possible you everybody knows that but it's impossible for everything in real time to stay where it is it's a live market we've got Jordan Lyles up against Chris Bubich and I know Jordan Lyles road splits have been rugged, but they're generally in tough. It's not so much home and away for me with Jordan Lyles as it is tough and good hitting environments. He's been very good in good hitting environments. Chris Bubich has been terrible. We mentioned it before. 9-3 ERA, 2 whip. Oh my gosh. 15% walk rate. Just absolutely gross. Baltimore starting to swing the sticks as well. 9 home runs last 7 days. In zone contact rate is a team up above 90. Fly ball rate up over 52. Paired with a 36% rate. Hard hit rate on fan graphs. 10% barrel though. WCRC Plus is a bit low, but the contact has been there, and that that's been the problem with Bubich. So he's walking guys and hitting, giving up home runs. And I think that will do it. That'll take us to the back end to wrap it up. Before we go with those total base props I mentioned before, we've got Ryan Mountcastle at plus 110 and Evan Longoria. Both of them I laid out to before. Hopefully people didn't skip through, but just really quick, Mountcastle with the 950 OPS, 250 ISO. That's the thing I wanted to circle when we're looking at total base props, right? If you're looking for over one and a half total bases, a good place to look would be ISO. ISO is isolated slugging. It's in three points, but it is a percentage of extra base hits. So a 2250 ISO is a 25% extra base hit rate, which hopefully or theoretically means every four at-bats we're going to get two bases. So we're going to get four bats in the game. Hopefully we'll get two bases, which tells me this probably shouldn't be plus 110. That's a lot of the thinking behind these. Also, Evan Longoria, his price even better at plus 125. I absolutely love that. When you find two guys at 125 in particular, 571 slug, for Longo, two home runs, last 30 plate appearances, like I mentioned, but loving the price there. Give us Mountcastle and Longoria total base props. Give us Washington and Miami over eight and Baltimore full game money line minus 110. And there you have it, everybody. Are you ready to get paid into shade with me, you, the Cork Stats crew? That was awesome. I really love this show. And from the from the interactions we get back, people do too. I mean, you got to see the DMs. It's funny. I guess some people are not about trying to go public. I get all these really incredible DMs. So if you're not comfortable going public, 
listen, hit me up in DMs. And if you don't mind, I, I like to take screenshots and put them out because when people see the type of reactions, that's kind of what grows the community. More so than, I won. Because it's funny, yeah, you won a bet. If, what if you won on a walk-off? Yeah, it's exciting at the time that you won and getting paid is always good. I'm not going to say it's not. But is that something you brag about as a handicapper? Like, I'm, It's not something I brag about as a handicapper. And in fact, when I used to do some of my grading when I first started, I have like expected losses. You know, so meaning if I thought I had the pitching edge and I'm down two going into the eighth, like that's an expected loss, whether or not you end up winning that. So just like ERA and stuff like that, just be careful with output stats. This is always our thing. So that'll do it from us here at the Mayo Media Net. You know, please download the Jock Market app. We'll see you later on today. When you saw the names we got, we're posting top plays every day. I had winning players yesterday. I just also had too many zeros, which will crush you. I'll probably be up in the winner, take all market and DFS also. So I don't mean to come off as if I'm disparaging DFS I do play it I just think the winner take all is a much better format if we're going to do a 10 team parlay let's get a 10 team parlay payout and let's have 10 team parlay expectations and when it comes to jock market where you physically get paid for every hit that's where we want to put the focus of our money you know I have no problem sinking hundreds and hundreds if not over a thousand bucks every single day into jock market like without a second thought you know without a second thought I, I, I want to get more and more because I believe in it where DraftKings we've all been there the more you put in does not mean the more you're going to take out there's just too many outcomes that lead to zero so that'll do it everybody you got your stacks we got some fantasy ads including 15 team viability i you know we are not going to give up i've got bad teams but i ain't giving up although in my fab teams you know my ad teams are all very good they're every single one of them is in the top half of the standings and with good reason because we're working at it and staying on top of these and picking up guys before Four, they're really good. You know, we really have the proof is in the pudding. I wish I had a highlight reel of the ads as we were progressing through the year. You know, we just have all of the really great ads, you know, to have Drury in all of our teams and Christopher Morell is on so many of our teams. It's been really excellent to add those kind of boosts. You know, it's been really, really great. I think Castro is one of the next ones get with him. So, all right, everyone, I'll check you tomorrow for Freaky Friday. Good luck. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Hit me up on Twitter. Get up in the comments. Let us know how we're doing it really means a lot to me if there's stuff that you don't like or is is hard to digest you got to let us know because i'll change like that's what we do it means that much you know listen trust me doing this work does not help me bet it doesn't help me i would want to you know to maximize that would be spending my own time so if we're going to do the community thing let's do it right all right everybody enjoy the games enjoy your day when we're done with the book Enjoy that pay, everybody. I catch you on the flip side. And remember, when you work this hard, it feels so much like less like luck. It's just crazy, right? Damn right, yo. I catch you. Peace.